1: Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Tuesday, the 28th of February. I'm Zara. I'm Sam. On February 3rd this year, just over three weeks ago, a train derailed in a small town in the US. This morning,
0: growing concern about the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. 11 of 38 tanks were carrying toxic chemicals. This was 100% preventable. We call things accidents.
1: There is no accident. So what's happened in this disaster so far and what's likely to happen next? Well, we're going to let you know in the deep dive, but first, Sam, the headlines.
0: Australia's first ever dedicated fund to support global LGBTQIA plus communities will be launched this week. The fund will be announced by Foreign Affairs Minister Penny Wong at the World Pride Human Rights Conference tomorrow and will begin with an initial $3.5 million in government funding.
1: The four people taken hostage for a ransom in a remote area of Papua New Guinea last week, including an Aussie resident, have all been freed. PNG's Prime Minister confirmed the freeing of the captives, saying there is no profit in crime.
0: The soft plastics recycling program that abruptly suspended operations last year will now be liquidated after being declared insolvent in the New South Wales Supreme Court yesterday. Red Cycle was used by Coles and Woolworths to recycle its soft plastics, with its collapse in November forcing tonnes of plastic to be dumped in landfill. Coles and Woolworths will now take control of the soft plastics being held by Red Cycle.
1: And the good news, Michelle Yeoh has become the first Asian woman to win the Best Actress category at the Screen Actors Guild Awards for her performance in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. She's the second Asian woman to be nominated in the category. Federal environmental authorities in the US have ordered a temporary pause in the removal of contaminated waste. That's from the site of the train derailment in Ohio. It's the latest development in a story that has been growing and growing for weeks, and it certainly doesn't feel like it's likely to reach any sort of conclusion soon.
0: And if this story is just hitting our radars, what do we need to know about what actually happened?
1: Yeah, so let's start at the beginning, and the information that I'm about to rattle off, we have because of the National Transportation Safety Board in the US. They are the people that have provided information and details of what's happened here. So. Let's start on the 3rd of February, which is when a freight train derailed in a town called East Palestine in Ohio. Some of the cars that were derailed were carrying hazardous materials, which then caught on fire. First responders implemented an evacuation zone and up to 2,000 residents were told to evacuate. There were no reported human injuries or fatalities. Remember, it was a freight train. Although, as we're going to go on to discuss, Sam, and through this chat, it's pretty clear that there are some serious health concerns about long-term exposure to the chemicals that I referred to that were actually released by this derailment.
0: Zara, what are the chemicals that we're actually talking about here?
1: So one of the substances being transported was something called vinyl chloride. It's a petrochemical. It's used to manufacture PVC, which is a type of hard plastic often used to make things like pipes. And when exposed to heat, vinyl chloride can become explosive. So while two days after the train had derailed, responders had gotten most of the fires under control, the temperature in one of those tank cars was still rising. And that meant that the vinyl chloride inside of it posed an explosion risk. So to avoid that risk of an explosion, officials intentionally released and burnt the chemical only after doubling the evacuation zone to, of course, try to minimise the risk of exposure to people around there.
0: And what happens if someone was to be exposed to vinyl chloride in the atmosphere?
1: Well, vinyl chloride is potentially dangerous and it's associated with increased risks of cancers, cancer like brain and lung cancer, lymphoma and leukaemia. The US Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, has screened 578 homes, I believe, for air quality, and say that none so far have shown dangerous levels of contaminants. But when residents were cleared to return to their homes back on the 8th of February, we heard reports of some locals experiencing things like headaches, nausea, itchiness, and dizziness. And then, according to the New York Times, there were also reports of a strong odour lingering in the town. But the real health consequences of an event like this are only likely to emerge further down the line. What's become more obvious in the days and weeks since is the very, very big risk to animal life. So the Ohio Department of Natural Resources has estimated that close to 44,000 animals and fish were potentially killed as a result of the train derailment. Wow.
0: That's a huge number of wildlife. And I'm sure for residents of the town, they're now thinking what the effects have been and and what will the effects continue to be, if fish and waterways have been impacted, do we know whether there's been any impact on drinking water in the town?
1: Well, officials there have tested the public water sources and they've said that they haven't found any contaminants related to the derailment, although there has been a fair amount of scepticism that local tap water in East Palestine is safe to drink. This was a segment on CNN a few weeks ago. Would you drink the water in East Palestine? And do you think the officials there who are saying it's safe, they should drink the water too to show the residents that they, they would drink it? And last week, they did just that. Your right. Here's to you.
0: To you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
1: Local officials gathered together to drink the tap water on camera in an effort to prove that it's safe. It's
0: pretty good water. It's <laughs> Okay, and have officials looked into how exactly this disaster happened?
1: Well, the body that's investigating what went wrong, as I said, is the National Transportation Safety Board. This was the chair of that board, Jennifer Homendy, speaking at a press conference at the end of last week.
0: We've talked to community members who are suffering health effects, have pets who've died, have damage to businesses and homes but I can tell you this much, this was 100% preventable. We call things accidents. There is no accident. Every single event that we investigate is preventable.
1: So now the board will hold an investigative hearing where they'll call expert witnesses and information before forming a final report, and I guess that's when we'll find out more about what has actually happened here and if there is somebody to blame for it.
0: We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. There's clearly a lot of moving parts in this story and discussions happening both in East Palestine and across the US. What's the next steps now for residents in the town?
1: Well, we've already heard reports of dozens of lawsuits being filed in the federal court by residents of East Palestine but I think it's likely to only be the beginning of it. On Friday night, there was a meeting at the local high school organised by an Ohio law firm, and the crowd who gathered was mainly addressed by a prominent Texas lawyer But actually began with a speech from consumer advocate and environmental activist Erin Brockovich, who, if you've heard of her, it's probably because of the Julia Roberts movie. So the idea of the session was about informing locals about the logistics of actually launching a lawsuit moving forward in light of this derailment.
0: You're going to be told it's safe.
1: You're going to be told not to worry. Well, that's just rubbish we often find out five and ten years down the road after you were told it was safe. Oh, oops, Houston, we had a problem. So with lawsuits likely to come thick and fast, we're definitely going to be hearing a lot more about this story in the coming months and years.
0: Thanks so much for joining us today on The Daily Oz. If you learned something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every morning. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.